Welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. Guys, you are in for a real treat today. I have an amazing guest coming to us all the way from Quebec in Canada. Paul Rogers is a best-selling author, a thought leader, a podcast host. He's a coach and speaker. He's a business development consultant. He is a commercial attorney in his previous life. Uh, he is a, a I, I, I love that there's a description of a knowledge broker because it really is what he is. But aside from all of that stuff that you can find on any one of his profiles, he is just a person who radiates so much light. I, I was blessed to be introduced to him by a mutual introduction from Dan Lefebvre. Thank you, Dan. I, I'm counting my blessings every day for Dan as well. But but guys, I'm telling you, this is this is someone who just radiates positivity, and and this man is going to change the world. So I am happy to introduce him to you if you don't know him already. Welcome, Paul. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of tempted just to stay behind the curtain there and let you carry on because it was <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> You need to narrate my life. If we ever is a film, you you're the narrator. There you go. I'm I'm so happy that you made time, Paul. I know it's a it's a busy time. Paul also has a four year old who is home now because we're all still in this sort of quarantine era. Uh, so so he's busy around that and around all of the stuff he's got going on, which we will be hearing about in a in just a little bit. But so so again, first of all, I am I'm beyond grateful that you've made the time and and come and shared with. I know you're going to be a tremendous blessing to our audience. So we're going to get right in, guys. And for those of you who will see the video, this is like one of the coolest looking dudes ever, right? <laughs> um, I know you just had a conversation with, with Jessaline, my daughter, and, and Brett out of Puerto Rico, and they just fell in love with you, which I knew was going to happen. Um, so, so guys, get ready because that's what's going to happen to you too. That's my, my little disclaimer here. Uh, so, Paul... Paul, tell me, uh, if I looked you up in the dictionary, and I want you to get into a little bit of your story if you're, if you're comfortable with that, yeah. but if I looked you up in the dictionary, uh, and I want you to put modesty aside and, and humility aside, because I know that's just part of your DNA, I want you to leave that at the door for a second, and just tell us a little bit about what we would find if we looked you up in the dictionary. It's a, it's a great, great question, and... Um... there's one word that springs to mind and it's a word which somebody else said to me and the word is miracle and it's kind of you're like well that's really I'm not the messiah don't worry (laughs) (laughs) but um when I uh, had a an accident and I woke up after uh, a long time when I was actually asleep I like to say asleep. It's far more Disney. And um, <laughs> and they said that they didn't have any medical explanation of why I woke up. And they said, we can only put this down to being a miracle. And I must admit, I didn't believe in miracles beforehand, but I, I kind of do now because... <laughs> and and, and it, it's, it's stuck because I've never been described in that type of, I mean, I've had various types and I could have Mm -hmm. gone with, oh, I'm determined on this, Mm -hmm. but that one really is, is something even I'm humbled by and it's Mm -hmm. kind of about me. So, um, 
yeah, that's that's really kind of stuck. So, um, yeah, when you look that up, um, it would be kind of, oh, wow, okay. But then the backstory gives it the idea. Right, right. And I love that. And I know that people in the medical profession, um, you know, th there's either science or there's or there's the potential of miracle. Everybody wants to be responsible for, you know, this is what we did and and not in a not in a bad way. It's just that's their expertise. So mm. when they're telling you you're a miracle, it's the only way to describe it. Now, now those of you who are listening might feel a little bit in the dark, but if but if Paul is willing, I would love to him to share for him to share that story because it, it will make sense leading up to what it is. And I and I do believe that you are a miracle, Paul, and I do believe that that you are going to change the world and there's a reason, big reason why you're here. And but but if you can tell us a little bit because as and I'm getting goosebumpy even just just segueing into this because I I realize how close that was your being here was not was to not be not happening absolutely i mean um life was going fairly swimmingly until about two years ago uh two years march so we're talking march 2018 uh i live in, i was living at the time in north quebec and uh the winters just go on forever and ever uh the game of thrones living in the north that's that's kind of what it's like <laughs> and um so I just picked up my then two-year-old from daycare and I was in the car with my wife, my, my son and my dog and we're driving back to our house and we drove over an unmanned railway crossing and a train hit the car we were in. Oh my gosh. And um, thankfully, because the brain is quite a nice thing, is I can't remember anything about what happened, uh, which is a good thing. Um, my wife and I spent 10 days in uh, intensive care and actually we were unconscious for 10 days on life support and the my son was actually miraculously uninjured um, but the reason he was uninjured is that my I had a big white husky malumet northern northern man northern dog mm -hmm. and um mm -hmm. The dog jumped over the back seat onto my wife and son, and the firefighters explained that if he hadn't have done that, then they would have for sure perished. Wow. And my son, the only injury he had, he had on his, on his temple, he had a little scratch <laughs> from the dog's claw. So he kind of was like, you know, the, the Harry Potter, the child who lived. Right, wow. So Amazing. that was, you know, even in a very, very destructive and tragic event, there's a tale of bravery and hero. And I didn't actually know this. And we didn't know this until well, after we woke up. We would we had woken up. But, you know, the, <laughs> the whole idea of actually and... A click of the fingers, a split second if I'd have looked down or something I'd have we'd have missed. So it was like the perfect storm. Mm -hmm. And people were like, Well, how can how can this happen? The train's kind of big. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. So what has happened is because they've been piling snow, we had a 20-foot uh, snowbank which ran down the side of the road. So the road then sort of parted where there was a corridor between these two, these two sort of walls of ice. And he didn't see us and we didn't see him. And um, 
yeah, and uh, oh it, it made the news, not the best way to get on the news. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are easier ways to <laughs> doing it. Um, and yeah, we, we, we were in the, in the hospital and my parents were told when they were in England, mm -hmm. they were told, look, listen, you need to get over here because um, we don't know if he's going to make it. And actually, you know, we may have to make the ultimate decision when you come over. So, oh I mean, being a parent myself and everyone who's a parent or a grandparent, you know, it, it's, it just pulls at the heart because then my parents got on a plane for seven hours and, of course, you're completely out of communication. So there is no update. There's nothing. And so they then got to Quebec and we, they had to fly up north. And the, the, the night before my wife woke up, she woke up a day before me. And um, she said to her nursing staff, I need to go and see Paul. And she can't remember any of this, but this mm. is what was, we were told. So she came down and I was still asleep. And um, the, she talked for a while and then went back to her bed. And the next day I woke up. And so when my parents walked in, expecting to be given the ultimate choice, that's when the doctors came up to them and said, forget everything we just told you before we got here. And that's where they said the word miracle to them. Um, and as, as you said, the, the, these were, you know, top surgeons. These were, I, you know, ICU specialists. They, you know, they do this every single day. Mm -hmm. And as you said, for them to actually say, look, and really... It was a story from then on, and um, the injuries I had were pretty horrific. I had broken neck, broken back, smashed skull. Um, for those who can see, I've got mm -hmm. dreadlocks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when because I, I had these big panda black eyes, so when I looked in the mirror when I was able to get it, I was like, "Oh my God, I'm Captain Jack Sparrow!" Because <laughs> I had the, the black eyeliner underneath, and I was like. Well, you know, that's, again, uh, hey, I'm a celebrity. So yes. I, I, tried, I tried it. It didn't work. But, uh, <laughs> I, I, but you know, it, 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 was, um, it was a real change in direction um, for me. Wow. And, and Paulette, I can imagine that obviously something like that would, would cause a shift or a different way of looking at things. What do you think was the most blatant, in your face shift that might have taken place most immediately that that was um there's there's bits i remember and there's large parts i don't but what i do remember and it was almost being party to conversations which were going on in my head which i shouldn't really have been able to listen and it was more a feeling than anything else and this is going to sound like it's the back of a of a cereal packet story, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's actually true. That when I woke up, it was as if something had changed fundamentally that I wanted to help people. And mm. I was in a position where actually, first of all, I didn't know who I was, where I was, or what I was. Mm -hmm. But I did know that there was something, and I thought, this is what I need and want to do. And that then has become something which I've got has got stronger and stronger as I've got further and further away from the the accident. Now, um, 
it's become so actually I now actually believe that I have found my purpose mm -hmm. and it's taken 45 odd years for me to find it and I kind of thought I got things sorted out beforehand mm -hmm. I've done various careers and I was like yep this is me mm -hmm. but actually it was completely it felt like everything had been leading to that point and now when I look at it, I had this question a while ago. Somebody said, well, would you go back and change it? Would you go back and if you could rewind the clock, would you not have the accident? And you know what? I think I would still go through the pain, the accident mm. and everything else because it's, it's put something into me which actually is not a job. It's actually what I'm going to do until I shuffle off this mortal mm -hmm. coil. Mm -hmm. But the journey is actually the most important part. And, and as you said, you know, there are very, very few people who can walk away from something like that. And every medical person has said, you know, this, this is, this just doesn't, doesn't happen. Right. And if you, you know, you, I, I found, I, I sound kind of fairly together. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, there's, you can see the bit which talks didn't get hit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right, right. <laughs> so that in itself is a miracle because I'm now able to articulate emotions, problems and things like that and be able to actually help somebody else. And I don't want, if I can possibly help anyone else to go through what I did, their feelings of being terrified not just a bit scared but beyond terrified mm -hmm. and I want to help people and if I can actually I've got my hand down by my side metaphorically mm -hmm. and anyone who chairs chooses to raise their hand and reach up they don't have to reach far because I want to pull them up there's not the fact mm -hmm. of I'm pulling up the ladder it's not like that right and it sounds all very idealistic and everything. Hey, I'm a dyed-in-the-wolf, commercial lawyer, hunter, killer, shark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I may sound like I'm sort of a bit woo-woo, but mm -hmm. actually, you know, that's kind of quite, kind of quite a good mix. Mm -hmm. um, and... It's quite a lot of fun because actually I'm having an awful amount of fun at the moment. I'm meeting people like, like, like yourself and other people. And there's a lot of new stuff which has happened. I, I used to say before the accident, I was spiritual. In fact, I mostly even wrote it on my CV, my resume, right next really? to basket weaving or something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm spiritual. I, I had no idea, not a clue what that actually meant. Wow. I do now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So, um, you know, and there's, you know, I don't believe in coincidences anymore. Mm -hmm. Go figure. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's a real shift and it's trauma. And the more I listen and, and to people and, and try and sort of dig into their stories a bit to see what I can do to help, there always seems to be like that that ring of fire what they have to step through some traumatic event now trauma is trauma it's not mm. it's not a contest to see who's got the best because right. that really is a <laughs> that's a game you don't want to win yes um yes. and so but trauma is trauma so people will feel exactly the same if it's they've lost their job 
at the moment there's 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 fear there there's uncertainty and that's a traumatic event and everyone will handle it differently but one thing i can say is the feelings will be the same mm. that's interesting that's interesting so so paul would you say that it's okay so that what you were using that that and i know that you're like that i know that your hand is out i know that 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 maybe it took that jolt of that train to 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 uh you know bring that passion up it's probably yeah. always been there because even as a commercial lawyer and as a shark there's still someone that you are serving now you can do it on your own terms with your own voice in your own manner in a in a manner that that brings you joy but would would you say that when you when you say i'm here just reach out just raise your hand and let mm. me know and because i know you i know that that's the case to bring someone through that ring of fire what is um, what is required to do that it's uh, no it's a, it's a it's a really good question and, and there's a there's a fantastic quote which i really love to pieces which is by steve jobs which is you only see the dots connecting your life when you look backwards mm. so when i have actually turned around and looked backwards i mean this will sound like a beginning of a bad joke what's a commercial lawyer a kite surfer a teacher got in common you're like <laughs> and actually it's all about serving and helping other people when I was a commercial lawyer, um, the you know I wanted to get the best possible deal for my clients as possible, mm -hmm. and it was my job was to make sure that I got people from the beginning to the end of the transaction. They understand it, so don't talk in sort of tones and mystical terms which they don't understand because that's not really, in my view, doing the job. And then we then go to kite surfing, pretty extreme sport. And mm -hmm. actually, there was a lot of fear because actually one of the things, uh, and this is so counterintuitive, when you get scared, the initial reaction is to close up tight and pull in. If you do that whilst you're holding a kite surfing and a kite bar, bar that's like putting your foot on the gas pedal. <laughs> and... So, <laughs> And uh, my wife, when she first started kiting, I mean, she was, I, I, you know, there's a little strap on the back and I was holding her and she was in the air and she's like, oh, this is really great up here. And I was like, no, you, you need to come down. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased you're enjoying it. But it's that, it, so the first thing we had to try, to try and do on that is actually reverse the whole psychology and say, well, actually, when it starts being a problem, you just let go. Don't try and control it because you're trying to control the wind. And so those types of lessons, and then a teacher. Um, I was didn't have particularly training as a teacher, but I worked with adult education. And so I was able to sort of bring my business and my uh, business, uh, my, my commercial lawyer and my time in business and my passion for recreation and teach these guys. And um, seeing them grow, because I worked on a... Um, Native American reserve and uh, so I was dealing with the Crees mm -hmm. and they're wonderful people they're very visual so and they're very kinesthetic so you have to actually get them to do things mm. and 
I found that actually that was really good. And, and these, these guys, they've, they've gone on to really good things, but they've got new ideas of life because I deliberately took them out of their comfort zones. Yes. Because I was teaching a course called Recreation Leadership. And I was like, well, yeah, leadership can be learned, mm -hmm. but actually it's a lot better if you just do it. And taking them out, doing things with them where they actually felt uncomfortable and they then raised their game. And suddenly the, the glow they had when they came back, it was, you know, that, and I said to them all the time, I said, I will not be able to teach you everything in this classroom. You're going to have to learn it and apply it. Mm -hmm. So it, you can see that they all link to where it is now. So it's really quite nice that I'm actually going back and borrowing stuff and um, <laughs> I don't go up in my head too much because it's kind of scary out there. <laughs> it, I view it like it's an attic where I go up, run up there, and I, with a torch, grab whatever file I want to go and run right. back down. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to go up there again. <laughs> but what I have found is actually I make so much better decisions because actually I'm thinking with my heart. Mm. And... People want to know where's the instinct, where's the gut reaction coming from? Well, it's the head is like your advisory committee. And you sort of like, you, you have this great idea and you pass it through like the sense brigade. Mm -hmm. And you know, the what I've found is that the heart doesn't the heart does not let you down. Whatever society says, oh, I don't think with your heart, think with your head, you know, you should try it and actually instead of trying to overthink, overanalyze, just think, okay, let's, let's just give it a go. Mm -hmm. And what I've found is that things start to happen which are invisible. And you start meeting the right people at the right time and things start turning up in your life. Oh, it's another coincidence. Well, actually, I now am a very big believer in the, in the universe and the laws of attraction. Yes. And... I've done a lot of reading and since the, the sort of the lockdown, what I've decided to do is to really power in with as much new information because it fascinates me. That's wonderful. And uh, I want to pass that on to somebody else because actually it's kind of not as much fun if you just know it. It's mm -hmm. a lot better if actually you've got a load of people and you turn around and go, what do you think guys? And I'll go, yeah, yeah, that's really good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's kind of where I am with that. That's wonderful, wonderful. And I know we talked a little bit about the the recreation leadership, Paul. And I know you you just blew me away with some of the stories that you've shared. So, what are you working on right now? And is there is there going to be a place to incorporate that into what you're working on now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the um, what I'm actually putting together, and this is so exciting. Um, because I'm like knee deep in it at the moment. So it's, it's, it's wonderful. I actually, in the morning, I get out of bed and think, yes, 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 I can do I some it. more on this. So, uh, you know, and, and that feeling, if I, uh, what I'm trying to do is effectively bottle that. Yes, yes. And, and actually say, well, there you are. Yeah. And what I'm working on is a high impact uh, coaching program, which is kind of holistic in nature because Actually, success can't just be measured in money. Mm -hmm. 
because and 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 there's so many quotes out there and we, you know which will sh which will show that mm -hmm. if you just do that then you kind of neglect everything else and i've been very successful i was a partner in a law firm i was on a six figure in pounds and so but i just felt that there was something not quite right and i didn't couldn't put my finger on it and it it was like having that itch you can't scratch mm -hmm. and i've now realized what that is and with my experience of going through trauma and effectively having to start my life again age 45 it's quite good because it's like starting but you know you're not starting again right from the beginning you're starting like way ahead like of the game level 45 so <laughs> right <yeah>. right <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my birthday's now just I just say levels. It's yes, so I, love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so, but you know, th this coaching program I'm trying to bring together some of what I view as real visionary, great ideas and great people to put together a year long uh, program, which will take people on a journey and. It's gonna, I mean, I'm only gonna take five people on this journey. So it's, and what I'm gonna do is obviously ask if people want to come along, but there's got to be a, some sort of screening process because, mm -hmm. you know, there's got to be equal force as well. So, you know, if, if I am doing the pulling, then I want them to be doing the pushing. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's kind of symbiotic in that, type of way and what i the the goal the overall sort of vision is is whilst they grow i grow at the same time because you if you don't want to grow what will happen is that your students will soon exceed you yes, yes. <laughs> and so you've got to always be so i'm excited because i know i it's going to level me up and it's going to mm. take me in places where it's going to be fantastic and I know that that is a contagious thing that mm -hmm. actually once you start getting people on the right kind of vibrations, magic happens, which oh, yeah. actually, and there's no effort required at mm -hmm. that point. It's not, I'm going to concentrate and put effort and will into this. Things just happen. Mm -hmm. And, and the more relaxed you are, the better. I mean, I, I, I was reading recently um, about bad habits and how people try to change bad habits. Mm -hmm. And it said that bad habits were created so easily, you didn't have to try to create mm -hmm. a bad habit, they just right. happen. So why would we try and use any other process other than just relaxing and actually letting the new habits come in under the same thing? Mm. Because if you're like, I'm gonna do this with will and effort, that's not, that's not how you were programmed to start with. Mm -hmm. So you need to recreate those same conditions. And it's the, it's the positive, repetitive, but under relaxation rather than this is how it's going to be. Mm -hmm. um, and so the course is very much from the heart, which I think is the place to actually make these type of, of, th of thoughts. Mm -hmm. However, the framework is very much a framework, and that comes from the intellectual side. So mm -hmm. 
even if we just use the course as an, as an illustration, you can build something with both those components and they don't have to be in conflict. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things I really like about this is, is you change your mindset from being one of a one of competition that you've got to, you've got to fight, you've got to, you know, there's a scarcity to creation. Yes. And then you, then actually all the competition, we were like, well, you know, I'm creating. Yes. And so it's quite liberating. Plus also for real bonus bucks, I've liberated myself once I gave back all my sports cars and more than one, cause I, I, I had more than one, why? And <laughs> that's another story. And I went and, and, and eventually I went to live in the Cayman Islands and I went to live on an island called Little Cayman. Now mm. there's 60 people that live there full time. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you really work out what is important, what you don't need. Yes. And I was like, well, why have a mobile phone? I, every, everyone's here. <laughs> So, you know, those type of experiences are something I, I you know, and, and you, you, you alluded to it earlier. I really do believe, without sounding pious or anything else, that actually I do have a purpose and I was spared for that type of reason. Mm -hmm. And rather than running away from it, I choose to embrace it. Mm -hmm. And people, when they see me, they're like, well, how can you not be all twisted up and angry and everything else? Well, <laughs> you have to take a moment. And there was a moment when I looked at myself in the mirror and I said to myself, I need to take responsibility. Mm. And I can't take responsibility for what happened, but I can certainly take responsibility for what happens from now on out. Oh. Oh. And, and, and that is what I am trying to put as the central thinking in this course, that who are, somebody's reached the point where they're looking themselves in the mirror and they're not happy with what they see, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever they see. Mm -hmm. And they said, that is it. I yes. have crossed that line and I am now going to take responsibility I'm going to pull back control and I am actually going to live the life I want to do because, you know, all there's so much cliche. Oh, it's only you live. Blah, 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 blah. Right. That, that's fine. But you, you can only know that if you're in that situation. Absolutely. And, and once you're there, that is when you think, right. And at that point there, that's when it will click. I love it. I love it. And I love the way that you describe it, Paul, because it's almost like, like you're going to run with it instead of running away with it from it. And, and you're going to bring people along to play with you. And I think that's what I love about what we do that we get to, it's not like we're sitting here and we're just telling people, look, this is what you need to do. Mm. There's no, there's no pushing because all we're doing is living in alignment with who we are. And those people are going to come along. The people that 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 you are meant to serve are going to show up exactly i mean I, I said this to somebody recently that I, you know i'm not an ice cream or a bar of chocolate i'm not designed to be liked by everyone yes but yes. the people who like what i am saying then fine leaning closer and we can talk further and 
you know, it, it starts with the initial, well, actually, yeah, that sounds like that's something which I could mm-hmm. be interested in. I love it. And uh, I, Dean Grazioli, and I, I'm, I'm a big fan of his, he said mm-hmm. something brilliant, which I never really thought about before. He's like, marketing is about attracting people to you, but it's mm-hmm. also about repelling the ones you don't want. Mm-hmm. And I'd only thought of marketing particularly as a one-way street. You know, right, you, do right. more, you do your Facebook ads and blah, blah, blah. So I never thought that there might be a, a, a road leading away. Mm-hmm. But that is entirely it. And, and so that's why if it resonates, then that's you. You don't mm-hmm. need to be told. And that's, and you see, and that's the beautiful thing. Um, and yeah, it's, it, I promise you, I'm going to have fun. Yes. And if I'm going to have fun, for sure, you are going to have fun. <laughs> because actually, that's what we need. We need to bounce the spark off each other. I love um, it. Because we're di- diving into stuff which is, is, is you. Mm-hmm. It's actually you. It's not, it's not, I'm not interested in your Facebook. I don't care how many likes you've got. That doesn't interest me. It's what is actually inside of you. Yeah. And I think, and I think, Paul, you hit the nail on the head. I think, I think what happens too is that a lot of people aren't, they're not going there. You know, for, for you, it may be more organic to explore and look in. And especially when you're, when, when you're jolted into something like what you went through, but at the same time, being a stand for letting people know, listen, this does exist and it is possible and you can absolutely live it the way that you wanted. If there's something that is not feeling in alignment, it's what you said. You couldn't put, it was a a scratch that you, uh, an itch that you couldn't scratch. You couldn't put your finger on it, but there was definitely something, something missing. It was missing enough that it was getting your attention, even if if it wasn't blatant. What it happened is it just, it just managed to bleed into every other Mm -hmm. compartment of my life. And it, I found that my relationships were poor. My relationship with my family was poor. My my attitude to the world was it was it was a siege mentality. It was me against the world because mm-hmm. that's what I do. And and I got to the point, and and everyone has those epiphany moments. Mm-hmm. And and I and I got to the point where actually I had a choice to make. Um, and they say a decision is always a fork mm-hmm. in the road. Mm-hmm. And I had the decision, do I carry on for the next 20 years on a secure, um, well-paid job, mm-hmm. everything you potentially could have, mm-hmm. or do I go to a different? And I went different. I went and learned how to become a kite surf instructor. Right, right. And uh, I ended up piping, pumping kites up for people on the beach. So I went from <laughs> doing a multi-million pound deals to pumping up kites. But do you know what? I loved it. Absolutely yes, yes. loved it. And uh, there was this one guy in, in the Cayman. So I, I, as I said to better before, I said, oh, and this is what I did. I had an office in England and I had one in the Cayman Islands. So don't get feel too sorry for me at the moment. <laughs> the violin case is going to be about an inch high. Right. <laughs> and there was a guy who, who and I, and, you know, I said, how's it, how's it going? How's your vacation? And he said, yeah. He said, you know, a couple more days and I'm going to be back at the office. And I just, I, I, it dawned on me at that point there that he'd spent the entire 
50 odd weeks or whatever it was saving up for this one week of, mm-hmm. of paradise mm-hmm. and halfway through his holiday he was already his mind had sort of wandered off and was wandering back so he he had only been on vacation for a couple of days right right and he and, and he he was a very wealthy individual mm-hmm. i had you know, not, next to nothing, but I, my, I was in paradise all year round. I was right. as happy as anything. Right. I, and, and that's what really I knew that money was not. I mean, you can have the lifestyle of the rich without actually being the rich. Exactly. exactly. If you actually align yourself with actually, because we're all full of infinite potential. Mm-hmm. But somewhere between when we decide to start exploring the world and growing up, whenever that happened, I don't like to think I've been growing up at all. In fact, uh, I don't think it's We refuse. No, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, between that point when we thought everything was beautiful and wonderful to wherever you are now, something happened. What, what, and what happened? And that can it's there, it's in you, it's just that it's just buried under a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first, the, the hardest step, the hardest step for somebody is the first. Yes. It's yes. that stepping over the threshold of saying, I am going to take ownership of where I am. I'm not going to blame anyone else. That hasn't got me to where I want to be. In fact, my best thinking, my best money making, my best everything has got you to that stage. Well, that means you're going to need help to get to the next stage because your very best got you to where you are. Mm -hmm. And that is the time when actually this program could make a difference because one of the things we want to guarantee is that you will not look at life in the same way. Right, right. Bold guarantee, I know. Yes, yeah. But you know, <laughs> if you're prepared to work at it, and you and and the, there's people prepared to lead you, well, it's very hard to see what the obstacles are. Right, right. And I love that you said that, Paul, because I think it really is an invitation out of their comfort zone. And I think what happens is, money or not, a lot of society measures success in terms of what the bank account looks like and what you have parked in front of what house. Um, mm. and, and it's just, and we know them, we know them and, and, and we may have been them at some point. Yeah. Financials look great, but you know what? I just, I just want to off myself right now. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is, I, I just, there's just not a life. So I, I think that a lot of times the, the, that, that initial first step, as you said, where you take, that first step and dare to do it different dare to to break the limitations of parental you mm. know um uh whatever they they in, imprinted in us that that mm. means you have to get a good job you know study get a good job and wait till you retire and good luck and then you just hate mondays forever forever yeah. and yeah. and just like what you said about the i remember my mom and i wrote about it in my in in my last book about how much she dreaded Monday. She, you know, Saturday would come along and it was chore day. And then Sunday she, she was miserable all day because she was preparing for everything she had to do to get to work on Monday. 
And, yeah. and, and I feel for her because she was a single mom and she was in a situation where, where she didn't have a lot of choices. But at the same time, I know people today that have choices that still hate Mondays. And I'm thinking, guys, if you hate Mondays, something is wrong. Something uh, uh, is wrong. Absolutely. I mean, you know, what people say to me, well, why did you choose kite surfing? And I was not particularly good at it. But, you know, I had so much fun doing it. Right. And, you know, working, it's a very manual job. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, you're living the dream. I was like, yeah, getting in a wetsuit at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning in the car park is really living. And I used to tell myself, living the dream, living the yeah, dream. Yes, yes. It's, it's like sticking your feet in cold baked beans. It's like, right. oh. <laughs> and then when your client comes, because you've dried out, I, I used to dry their wetsuit out, so they'd have a nice wetsuit to get into. And mine right. was just the one I had the day before. Right, right. And, and, and they're like, and you had to be, oh, yes, everything's fine, even though it's like, you know. Uh, oh. And, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it, it is important. And, and I'm, I actually, uh, I, I kind of attract these books to me at the moment. Mm. It's, and the, the book I've just finished reading um, uh, yesterday, and it's only a real short book, and mm. it's called The, the Quantum Str- um, Strategy by Price Pritchett. Mm. And... I read his first book, which was U Squared. Mm. And for me, it was a revelation because what it, what, it's, what it basically says is that you don't have to work incremental. Let's just try harder and you'll get the, those results. You don't have to do that. Instead of Y plus Y, Y squared Y. So that is where you want to be. It's, it's, and, and, the quantum physics, that is actually what happens. I'm no mm. scientist, but that's what they say it happens. Mm-hmm. And this one here, the quantum strategy, was all about effectively being brave enough to sort of you know, cross your fingers or whatever you want to do and just step right. the first step. Jump. And I just yeah. thought it was such a wonderful thing. Um, and... I said it sort of it kind of helped me in my creative creative process on the course because I was like there's you know this is not just me thinking there's this published authors writing and thinking about this as well mm-hmm. and it's so so powerful um and I'm ex- I mean these these people who are going to be the lucky the lucky candidates right right I, I should be a game show host <laughs> but, <laughs> these lucky candidates I mean you know, they, they are potentially going to have access to the people they meet in this course for the rest right. of their lives. Yes. It's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a change. It's not, it's not, oh, I'm going to do this and I've done these courses before and, and, and it's not like that. This is, mm-hmm. we want to get you thinking, feeling, believing and being mm-hmm yourself that's That's all it's simple when you say it i love it yes sounds so simple right but but you know what there is and and i and i know that the program that you're putting together is going to get them those results so Mm. so yes for us you know when we're looking at it from this side it it really is simple the 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 trick is going to be as you said earlier just to let go and yeah. surrender and surrender yeah. to the process and just trust that this is that you're in the right place and that you are where you need to be. And a lot of times, Paul, it's hard for us to let go of that control. And a- absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and that's why when uh, if I give people a kite surfing lesson, I'll tell them, I'll show you what happens if you if you hold on, it gets right. 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 So, you know, it's um, no. It, what you're saying is, is it's so important because 
it's going to to people who they're in this undecided thing this is this is maybe what they want need mm -hmm. to hear at this stage and right. if that is the case you've already manifested this into your exactly. path exactly um so you know, the, the, i love this the, there's a there's a picture if you're looking for a sign this is it so yeah. uh, you know <laughs> Amen to that. Absolutely. So, so Paul, is this program? I know, I know you're in the in the beautiful, delicious, creative stage of this program. What is when? When is the the launch date for this? Do you have that already? Yeah, it, it's not going to be. I'm going through a sort of a, a process, which is a with a framework, which I'm mm -hmm. going through, and I'm hoping to be able to start getting to the point where I can offer it as a beta program. So, nice. getting people talking to them and saying what do you think if you like this you know when it goes live would you be interested so if anybody is listening who says yeah i think this is something which i would be interested in hearing a little bit more or having a chat then by all means either approach you to leave their name with you or you know find me on on my social media and that's fine. I mean, it's, I it's not no obligation. It's just simply, you know, it's a conversation. Like yeah, exactly. And, and and if you like, and yeah. if you like where it is, and I'm a great believer in that people do business with people they like. Yes. So, absolutely. You know, and absolutely. so if there's that connection. Yes, absolutely. And and Paul, how do they find you? Because I I like uh, I love the mutual introductions and I love all of that. But what I love about the podcast is that they can find you directly. And and Paul Rogers, just the way it sounds, uh, on LinkedIn, he's very very active on LinkedIn, which I love. So you can find him there. But what are your other social media outlets? Your website? Yeah, I've got a website which is um, www.takeactionacademy.ca and it's something which my wife and I have put together uh, to help other people if they need it. There's all sorts of resources mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And the picture, you'll love the picture, is actually a picture which is a true picture for when we spent our time in the Cayman. You, it's, it's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I won't spoil the surprise. And <laughs> the Facebook and look for the strange looking white guy with dreads. You yes. will not miss it. Super and cool. Super cool. Look super white cool, guy yeah. with dreads. <laughs> but there's plenty of other names, but I'll take super cool. That's yeah, nice. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so that then they're my main ones, but you know, I'm happy to to reach out and have a chat mm -hmm. with people. I'm you know, I'm I just like to meet I new people. It. I love it. I love it. Paul, I am so grateful. Okay, so so I want, if Paul was giving advice to 18-year-old Paul, what would you say? What would I say? I would actually have to say, follow your heart. I've only started really doing it, and... It gets you through, and it's got me through so many setbacks. And every setback, if you use your heart, you will see that actually there's an opportunity clothed in the setback if you just take that second look. The first look is, oh, no, it's terrible. Second look is like, well, actually, that, this could be the change I need. And you won't see that if you are reacting to it rather than responding to it. The reaction is like, 
knee-jerk reaction. Mm -hmm. But let it let it wash over you and then take a decision. I love that. Thank you, Paul. See what I mean? See what I mean, Thank folks? Um, I, I am so grateful for you, Paul. I Like I said, you have been a, a blessing. Everyone that I have introduced you to has gotten back to me with Oh my God! Thank you for Paul and and I and I as I expected. So I'm 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 grateful on that side too that you are being a stand and and I know that you are a stand for for the results of everyone whose life you touch of everyone that you work with and I know that this program is going to be just amazing and a tremendous blessing for everyone. So you heard it here, folks. Please uh, do good and be great and if you can go outside and play. We'll see you next time. Thanks again, Paul. Thank you. <laughs>